When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings, 8 to 9.30, or anytime you like as a podcast on the Tom Bernard app at TomBernardShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. See? What a hell of an intro. Isn't that magnificent? Oh, absolutely. God, I saw one of the one of the TV spots promoting this show. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I come across as really even keel, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they use, that whole deal is like... Would you explain something to me, you two? How is it that a, the state of hockey has never won a <laughs> I start screaming, and they use that for That's the TV great. spot. That ought to, and by the way, thank you to thousands and thousands of people that have hopped on uh, Facebook, and they're mentioning they either already were listening or they're going to listen now, and it just, what a hell of a response. It was very, very nice. I haven't had, no, I'm not even going to say it, because then it'll happen in droves. I was going to say, I haven't. I haven't seen anything really negative yet, but now that I brought it up, I'm sure it'll be, you son of a bitch. Knock on wood for that. <laughs> yeah. I See, i got to be honest with you, though, that stuff doesn't bother me in the least. Because there was a thing when I was a kid, and I don't even know if they still do it, probably not, but there was a thing called playing the dozens. You mm-hmm. guys know about playing the dozens? Yeah. I Something feel like I've heard of it. Roasting each other. What was it again? The, 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 my favorite poem, I forgot what it was. I don't know. Call me Billy, but Billy's just a name. But the way I do, your mother's a goddamn shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it, it wasn't exactly those words. Right. I got to be honest with you. But, yeah, the dozens was a very big deal. And there, what was the thing over in Africa again? The, uh, the Oh, the signifying monkey. Mm-hmm. You guys ever heard of the signifying monkey? No, I'm not sure I know what that is. It's pretty much a monkey form of just playing the dozens. This monkey just badmouths everybody. It's very funny, actually. Okay. <laughs> Throwing coconuts at people. You know, stuff like All right. That. I loved it. I thought it was great. Ladies and gentlemen, every day you listen for at least 30 minutes on the Tom Bernard app at the Tom Bernard Show website. You can win a night in the suite at XL Energy Center to see the Minnesota Wild take on the Buffalo Sabres with Tevin and AJ on Saturday, February 17th. Man, just a few days away. Not bad. Listen, register, and win all this week with the Tom Bernard Podcast. So that's, what is that, a Friday night, Saturday night? That's a Saturday. Saturday. It's, it's oh, nice. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's like a Saturday, like, evening game. I think it's like a 4 o'clock puck drop only. Oh, yeah, nice. so, it's, so it won't mess up anybody's night having to hang out with you two hunyucks. Well, who knows? No. Then it just means the party's continuing <laughs> afterwards. Well, <laughs> I, by the way, I love that area. Downtown St. Paul, I just love it over there. Oh, yeah. yeah. No question about it. I tell you guys yesterday I got in an elevator with this very attractive young woman, and she was asking me, you know, 
if I lived in the building and where, where I'm mm-hmm. from and blah, blah, blah. And I, I said, told her where I, and she said, I'm from New York. She said, you ever been to New York? I said, yeah, I used to live in New York, 20th Street and 2nd Avenue. I loved it and all the rest of it. She said, Tom, I hate to tell you, but you can't even go downtown anymore. It's too dangerous. In New York City, it's too dangerous to go downtown. That's just great. I feel like that's the entire point of New York is to be downtown. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. And if you can't make it there, you can't make it anywhere. Is that the song? Right. Know. And also, this might be a dumb question, but isn't technically all of New York just downtown? <laughs> well, <laughs> I suppose. It's, it's, as soon as you enter city lines, you are downtown. Right. <laughs> I still love that. One of the first Yankee games I ever went to, I walk out and there was a kid from Minnesota because they were, they were playing uh, the Twins. And I walked outside, and this guy comes over and he's Tommy, Tommy, I, I heard you guys were here, but I didn't see you. He said, could you help me out? And I said, yeah. And he's got this, all this equipment, the camera equipment and all this really expensive gear. Mm-hmm. He said, I got to get back, and I can't find a taxi or the rest of it. What if I just walk over that bridge? And I said, yeah, that's a good idea to walk over that bridge with about $50,000 worth of stuff because that's Harlem. Yeah, you might not want to go over there. I'm just, and nothing against Harlem in general, but you don't want to be walking around Manhattan Island with anything that expensive. Yeah, you definitely won't be walking back with that. Yeah. Uh, No. Some people are going to nicely offer to carry your things for you. Yeah, I'll handle it for you. I'll just meet you at the hotel. Yeah. (laughs) Uh huh. Sure, you will. Boy, a lot of scams going on right now. You know what's interesting about that? Because my, my centrist position is becoming really solid. It's, it's cemented almost because mm-hmm. I've been watching some television. The billions of dollars that we're having to pay so they can sue Trump, so they can try to kick Biden out of office, so they can go against uh, Mayorkas, so they can go back against Trump and try to get him off the ballot. So, you know how much money of ours they're pissing away on this garbage? What are you doing? You know, none of it's going to take hold. Would no. you not agree? Uh, no, I don't think that there, because the whole goal, I think, is, you know, we don't want Trump on the ballot type of thing. And I mm-hmm. think that there's no way that the options aren't Trump versus Biden. So it's really yeah. just wasting a bunch of time and money. Yeah. And like the articles of impeachment, I know Trump, like, you can say technically did, but it's just like he didn't fully do it. And then mm-hmm. Republicans, I think, what, yesterday or two days ago, tried to do the same thing where it's like, it's on his record as technically being impeached, but then they fell flat by like a couple of votes. Like somebody came back from the hospital. Yeah, two votes. Yeah, yeah. Just, and so, and, and I don't know. It's just it seems like we're wasting a lot of time when there's actual issues. To like, I agree, one hundred percent. And it's both sides doing it. That's the oh, problem. Yeah, They're for sure. Both going after. And by the way, that uh, that whole thing you were talking about is pretty. It's just unbelievable. Uh, honest to God, how. The, the four guys, the four Republicans that voted against impeaching Mayorkas, and I, I don't think they should have ever started any of this impeachment bullshit. It's just a waste of American dollars, billions of American dollars. Mm-hmm. But um, you look at the situation and you go, the four guys, the four Republicans that voted against impeachment were from Colorado, California, <laughs> like the most far left states in the country. They did it to protect themselves. So it had nothing to do with the vote if he was right, if he was wrong. I'm not saying he should have been impeached, don't get me wrong, or kicked out or whatever the hell you're going to do. That's, I had no opinion on that because I wouldn't, you know, I'm not around there. But 
honest to God, it, if I have to hold up my job in California, Colorado, Utah, and there was one other state that was very liberal as well, mm-hmm. but it's just those guys protecting themselves. They don't give a shit about the American people. They don't care no, at all about no. the American people. Boy, it's hard to, hard to deal with that, don't you think? Yeah, and I'm sure there's people that are in the position of they really don't want to maybe impeach Trump, but they have to go along with the whole song and dance because if they don't, then they're ostracized by their own party. And I'm sure on the other side, there's people that maybe think that Trump should be impeached, but they have to maybe act like they don't want him to be impeached again because, you know, you got to play the game of politics. You know, it's so funny about that. I have a friend who... who, uh, came over for a while from England, lived in America, then he went back to England. He's living there now. About once a week, I get a text message from him. So Biden and Trump, that's the best you can do, huh? <laughs> like, shut up. Is that one just, <laughs> that one's just like pre-scheduled every week at Thursday at four o'clock? <laughs> See, every week I get to hear about how horrible our last two presidents, presidents were. Biden and Trump, he just said, this is who you got to choose from? What a great country. <laughs> Like, shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know we do have to take a break here, and that's a cool thing because we're coming back with a little score north action. Judd Zolgad will be with us right after this. Every year, is every new year, I should say, is a chance for a fresh start, and the most profitable start you can make in 2024 is to take advantage of the business opportunities in Sioux Falls. Make 2024 your year to discover the benefits of Sioux Falls. We're hearing from Minnesota companies considering expanding or relocating to the Sioux Falls area. Minnesota business people are excited about our short commutes, safe streets, and quality of life excellence. We've got the details at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. In Sioux Falls, you'll discover a friendly, pro-business attitude, which is great, along with a productive, growing workforce, no personal or corporate state income tax, low workers' comp rates, and a lot less red tape. We've got great people, affordable buildings, sites ready waiting for your expansion plans. It's an easy decision once you look at the advantages. 2024 is the time to make your move to Sioux Falls. Visit SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, your legal issues, your banking, and more. Same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. And Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. So, do yourself a favor. Call Josh, a very good friend of mine, as a matter of fact. Call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You Seriously, you should definitely do this because you're going to love what he has to say. 
you got nothing to lose too. That's the thing. And you get a different point of view for your business investments or any investments you make. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. You know that. All comments and opinions of Josh Arnold's do not constitute investment advice. I am Tom Bernard, and I am a paid endorser. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So we've been talking we've been talking about sports, but not really talking sports. We're talking about the fact that when I was a, a young kid, probably, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years old, something like that, I was at the old uh, armory downtown Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and... Walt Chamberlain walked past me. He, you know, I didn't. He didn't look at me or talk to me. He said he just walked past me. He was, he was gigantic, for God's sake. I mean, what was he like? Seven one, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. he was absolutely <laughs> mammoth. Wilt, Wilt, you mean right? Mm-hmm. Not Walt, Wilt. Did I say Walt? Yep. Walt Disney. I walked the Walt, Walt Disney Walt walked Disney. past me. Walt Disney. He's still frozen, right? He's still frozen, I believe. Right. I think he's Just still frozen, right. wait, waiting for the cure to what ailed him. Well, I suppose. Get, well, somebody said that Ted Williams' head is sitting on a tuna can somewhere. Remember they talked about that? Oh, that yeah. Ted was sitting on a tuna can. Yeah, cryogenics, right? <laughs> yes. I think it was called cryogenics. And, yeah, they, so. they were going to... They were going to freeze his body and detach his head. I think they did it. Yeah, it looks like, according to CBS News, he was frozen in two separate pieces. Looks like his head and then the rest of his body. How does that work exactly? How do they put Humpty Dumpty back together? You just twist it back on when you're all set to go? Like, what? I love it. That is wonderful news, isn't it? I just so, yeah, Will Chamberlain, I walked past him. He, I mean, I was probably at the time maybe... Uh, what four feet tall or something? I was nine years old. No, I was probably bigger than that. But he, honestly, got it. Felt like he was three times taller than me, and I will never forget that. I didn't talk to him or anything like that. I just he walked past me, and I went, "Oh and you're my like, God!" Wow, that's uh, <laughs> man, are you tall? Exactly. And then one of my friends, what did they say to me? They yeah. said, and I quote, "Jesus, I wonder how big his thing is." <laughs> thanks. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for even putting that in my noggin, you dumb bastard. I was going to say, how, how is that the first thing that occurs to you? You see a really tall guy. Well, the first thing that occurs to you is, ah, yeah. <laughs> he might be packing some heat. I would think he, he would be oh, anyway. That makes sense. Well, Wilt had what in, in the, the book? 10,000 encounters? I think they said 25,000. Or 25,000, yeah. I've yeah. lost track. Tevin just ran the, the data on that and said basically he would have to be stooping 24 hours a day, except for when he was playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, he claims it was 20,000 20, women, uh, 23 different women on one 10-day road trip. That sure. Was, that was probably a fun experience for him. Um, sure. But, yeah. How did he have the energy or stamina to play basketball after all that? That's my uh, question. Right. And how do you not stroll away with some crotch rot with 20,000 different people? Jesus, somebody's got to yeah. be infected. You would think after a while you're just bored of the whole yeah. thing. Like, no, I'd have to agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying that. I, I'm, I'm not, sure it's no. impressive, but I'm not buying that number. 
No, we that's Tevin, AJ already brought it up. There's no way 20. Well, AJ and Tevin pointed out he'd have to be doing it literally like 16 hours a day every day. Yeah. yeah. And Wilt says that number is inflated, so he he even denies. Oh, does that, he? Yeah, or he, did he? Or whatever. Or yeah, I guess he did. <laughs> Something, but yeah, I loved watching him play basketball. No question about that. Anything good happen in the sports world in Minnesota? Uh, so the the Wolves, the trade deadline is two o'clock today, and the Wolves made a trade with the Pistons yesterday. They get a point guard, Monte Morris, who's going to be a backup point guard, who's actually a pretty good player. The problem is he's only played in six games all season with the Pistons because of a quadriceps injury. Ooh, and they trade away. Uh, you'll you'll like this. They trade away two bench players who basically didn't play Troy Brown Jr. and a guy by the name of Shake Milton it's a shame he didn't work out because Shake Milton is such a great name it is and and then get this (laughs) right they also included a second round draft pick in 2030 wait you're lying 2030 (laughs) 2030 second round draft pick why are you allowed to do that how are you allowed to do that I wish I could tell you I just love the fact. I love the fact. Two thousand and thirty. Okay, yeah. Not, is that really what's going to get this deal done? Yes, we will include a second round draft pick in in approximately what six years. Yeah. God, that's uh, six years from now. Mm-hmm. Why would you even make a deal like that? I. As AJ said, I'd love to know the exact workings uh, of, and it's a second round pick, so mm-hmm. like it's yeah. not it, it's not a first round pick. You're gonna basically forget that you have it at some point in time. I suppose you're right about that. Uh, like <laughs> I've never understood all the dealings and the way they go and all that stuff. Anyway, I've never understood any of it. Yeah, it almost feels like the Pistons were like, we don't want to make this trade. We feel like we need to get one over on you. Give us a draft pick, yeah. and we were just like, ah, eh, fine. Six years from now, we'll give you one. There, you 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 yeah. bested us. Well, that's gonna be what like I mean? the on paper. It's like, oh, well, they also got a second rounder, and then nobody reads the fine print of it. it's in twenty thirty. So well, it, but I gotta be honest with you. When I sat down with Jenny Hubbard talking about coming over here after I left the queue, I got fired. I didn't leave, but I said, "Look, I guarantee you one thing: we're going to have a huge audience. Probably, I can't even tell you, a thirty-five share something like that." But it'll be six years from now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to be 2050. We're going to be tearing it up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's basically the same comparison. So what are you going to do for those five years till you get to that six? Years? Don't you worry about it. I will not. I will, I'll follow your lead, and I will not worry about Don't it. Don't you worry more. about what's going to occur in those five years until this thing skyrockets into orbit. No question about it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't. Well, you, you were already off the show by then, but... Uh, Andy and Melissa brought their son Ethan over yesterday mm-hmm. during the show. You should was it was it at the end of this show and into the family podcast? No, it was in the middle of the family show. Ethan started like just screaming exorcist screaming. style out in the hallway. Like, well, I learned one thing. He won't be coming back until about quarter to twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I love the kid. He's just an adorable kid. Sweetheart, but when he gets mad, boy, he goes off the deep end. And he's a really big kid. Yep. You know, not overweight or anything. He's just a really big kid. And when he gets angry, it's like, whoa. <laughs> you know, he throws things at you. It's like, what wow. are you doing? You're two. Yeah. 
I think he must have some bad genes. I don't know where they came from. <laughs> Terrible yeah. twos. Terrible Plus twos. It, it's not bad. just a, a saying. It, it's real. Oh, it is real. Terrible twos are real. We, well, I had a friend who had a grandson who went through the terrible twos through the teens. Holy God. That kid was always pissed off about something. I don't know what it was. Screaming, yelling, swearing, doing all the good stuff. And, and whatever. But nah, you know what the greatest thing in the world is? I'm sitting on the couch, and two-year-old Ethan, he's like 25 months old. No, he's about 27 months old now. He comes over. He looks at me. He goes, bop, bop, because he calls us bop, bop, and nana. Yeah. That was made up by, by Fawny, my, uh, my daughter's daughter, my okay. granddaughter. But he comes over and he goes, bop, bop, tumble leaf. And he crawls up on the couch and leans. And I have to put my arm around him this way. And he and I watch the show Tumble Leaf together. It's the sweetest thing ever. Just love it. That's nice. It is. It's just great. There's so much. Everybody bitches about everything. I'm, I'm literally trying to focus on, you know, um, well, we had that great guest on yesterday, Jesse the Shrink. Mm-hmm. I was very, very impressed with him. He's a very smart guy, isn't he? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think you have to be to be, be a therapist. Yeah, it was well. funny because after, after we got off air and wrapped things up, you know, just the kind of casual, like, wrap-up conversation, he's getting his jacket on and stuff. He goes, I was trying to, like, I was really nervous. I, was, I wanted to swear the entire time. And I was like, yeah, you, you could have. He goes, you've got to be kidding me. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> just so, he was like, I'm, I was trying to, like, step around it all the time. And I was like, no, you definitely could have just let it rip, man. You're fine. <laughs> What a good guy, though. So how did you meet him? He, at the comedy store or something? Uh, yeah, he was, does comedy shows and uh, all the time, and we had a guest on that was on one of them, and so we got in contact with him through her. Oh, okay. Yeah, good call, because I, I, I literally do want to have him on once a month to talk about the psychiatric health of America right now, because we were just talking about it earlier, Judd, the fact that you what I, I got up this morning. Before my walk, I, I go to three different news channels, you know, they're mixed politically and all that stuff, try to get both sides. I just, how do we keep putting up with them pissing our money away to buy votes? They're only giving money to all these groups so they will vote for them, so they will have a very important position, which will make them millions of dollars. Why do we put up with this? And it's both sides that do it, right? Uh, yeah, because it just goes it. back and forth. I, I have no idea. I don't get it. one of my favorites. And again, this has nothing to do with her party and all the rest of it. It has to do with the fact she's an Italian from Baltimore. Nancy Pelosi. How is it that she knows about the great investments more before anyone else does? How does that happen? You people are pigs for money. So everything. Do you think everything is about money to everybody? Is it all about money? Yeah, I'd say to ninety percent of the people. <laughs> yeah, I would have to agree. Money, money, money. Some people got to have it. Let me start singing again. Start belting like out it. a tune. So what else is happening in the sports? Well, the Twins basically are going nowhere. The Vikings, I'm still bitching about them in my dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Judd, I'd like to know mm-hmm. your thoughts on the uh, the spring tra- where the Twins rank in their spring training hats that were released. Because I have an opinion on these. <laughs> Wait a minute. I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. They, they're... It, it's a yearly, uh, speaking of money, it's a yearly <laughs> cash grab now. Oh. E- every team does special spring training hats that are, and I know you're going to be shocked about this, available at their merch store. Um, <laughs> among, among the hats that they have done for spring training, which I think goes like four or five years back now, um, I actually don't mind these. I don't I mind these, one. but I need to see them in action. My, my thing with, 
especially uniforms and hats. I need to see them actually during games on players. Yeah. It's always hard for me to judge until I, I, I see them. But just in first blush, I don't mind these. Okay. You see my logo on my hat, don't you? Yes. Yeah. It's Goofy. That's who I vote for. Goof. Goofy should be president. What do you think we should do, Hilk? So, some cartoon would... presidents would be awesome. Cartoon presidents. He get Scooby could fun. run. Sh- Shaggy and Scooby could run. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'd be in a much better mood. I, you, honest God, he could pick up. You get that one dog. What, Shaggy, I think it's the dog. He yep. picks up the, the script. Row, row. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> we got some problems. <laughs> I would you think about it. it. You got a little Tom and Jerry on oh, the ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I personally would probably vote for Fred Flintstone. I would. There's no question about it. With, you know, Catherine and I used to go to Halloween parties as Fred and Wilma for about 20 years because I was the size of Fred and she was the size of Wilma. That's perfect. It was great. Yeah. It was wonderful. Although my brother Tony showed up dressed as Elvis with the cape and everything. Got pissed off at somebody, so he's going to walk home 10 miles. Yeah. I'm going to walk home. I'm had enough. Doesn't sound like a Bernard at all, does it? No. But he got really pissed off and called it, have me pick him up and take him the rest of the way home because he's walking along. And some guy pulls up, rolls down the window and goes, hey, Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was Elvis Presley. The guy thought he was Dracula. I could see that, though. <laughs> Sure. Side of the road, big cape on. So wait, so El- Elvis in the cape is that is that late sixties, early seventies? Yeah, I think that's probably true. I think that that makes sense. Did you ever get a chance to see Elvis in person? No, 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 I didn't. He, he died was. in seventy seven. So oh, that's true. Yeah, he died in seventy seven. We, I saw him as a matter of fact at the old. Uh, I always forget the name of that Civic Center over in St. Paul. What was it called again? The round one, the round white building. Oh, that, um, what the hell was that called again? The Civic Center, not the Civic Center. The Civic well, Center Saint was St. Paul Civic Center. Right? Yeah, that that's the round oh. one that got torn down for the yeah. X. The, yeah, the, the, that's where. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. You it's saw just, him when? Um, had to be seventy six, I guess. Okay, so right before he died. I, he literally he was he was dead a very short. It might have even been. He died in 77, like August of 77? No, yeah, that was it was the summer of 77. I'm, summer I'm almost 77. positive of that. Yep. So, yeah, it was probably spring of 77 that I saw him because it was just before he died. Wow. And I will tell you this. In 1977, women were still throwing their underwear up on stage. Well, that's like with um, Tom Jones, right? Yes. Like exactly. Tom Jones was an old man, and they're still, like, tossing their <laughs> panties up on stage. <laughs> One thing I've noticed about being back on Facebook, and by the way, honestly, God, and I'm cursing myself because I haven't gotten one negative response at all, but I have had people hitting on me for money about 10 times already. These are not people I know. It's just, well, this one woman said, I think I mentioned this yesterday, that she just won the uh, American lottery at $798 million, and she's giving money out to people at about $30,000 a clip. So, Tom, just send me all your personal information, your bank information, and I'll put I'll deposit 30 Gs in your bank account. That is so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, can't my God. Tell you people are, fast. you see, you think the world's going to hell. I, that is, I, I hope you immediately did all of this. Absolutely. I Social Security, right. no problem. <laughs> Routing numbers, get that money in my bank account. 30 Gs, you know. No, lady, uh, sorry, but it's just the one thing I have noticed that 
and again, I haven't been on social media, Facebook or any of that stuff in, in 12 years. There's a lot more women offering services on Facebook than there used to be. <laughs> what the, when did that happen? I, mean, uh, I wasn't around for that. It's funny because I took a, a lengthy hi- hiatus myself um, okay. from Facebook. And so the o- other thing that's weird is when people ask to friend you and, and you okay them, which I just do because I, I don't yeah. care. Like I don't, sure. I don't post on Facebook and stuff. What's weird about it now is the amount of responses that you get with like, hi, how are you doing? Like just a blanket. You can tell they just punched a button to say yes. It's like, yep. okay, I friended you, but why are you at? Don't ask me in a private message how I'm doing. I have no interest in responding to you. The scariest ones to me are the ones that you just punch them up and it, it pops up and it goes, hello. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> oh, I haven't got, I didn't know that hello. one. Hello. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. Exactly. Nobody did. Seriously, thousands and thousands of people now that have jumped in there. They love the show. Good. I tell you, man, I should I should probably pull some of these every night about five of them and read. They love the show, and you know a lot of my I told you Judd yesterday. A lot of them said that you and Phil talked about this show a lot, and that's how they learned about it. And so obviously, thank you to, to you both. I mean, sure. you more than Phil, but then tomorrow I'll say Phil You'll say, more yeah, than you. Phil more you than know. Judd. I totally hey, get exactly. This. It's just how it's got to be. Great play. But no, it's very, very nice of everybody. Very, very, mm-hmm. very pleasant. Mm-hmm. All right, pal, any closing words? No, just I'll talk to you on Tuesday. Have a great yes. weekend. I'm looking forward to it, pal. Yeah, you have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you then. All right, sounds good, guys. Thanks. Judd Zolgad, Score North. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm serious. I've had so many people tell me that they heard about it on, uh, on Score North. They, they heard about this show, so thank you. Those guys have been very, very helpful. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. Thank you. They're having an overstock clearance and new product sale right now for the best prices ever. I said best. I meant best prices ever when you use promo code TOM and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0. Also get 50% off the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and will not last long. Six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items such as mattresses and mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA, on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM, and you get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-516-5146. Go to MyPillow. Use promo code TOM. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial consultation. The number 
to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. What do you think of that action, Bob? Just belting it out, man. In addition to having the best selection in town, KNL Surplus and Ammo also can help you sell your firearms safely and worry-free. If you've inherited a collection of firearms from a loved one and don't know what to do with them, or if you have guns you are no longer using, call Jim at KNL Surplus and Ammo. Jim can help you sell those firearms safely through consignment and auction. I know Jim. He's extremely knowledgeable. Will help you get the top dollar. Plus, he's a good guy. He will help you explore all the options and take the work and stress off of your shoulders. KNL Surplus and Ammo is on Lake Drive in Lina Lakes and open Tuesday through Saturday. You can also visit them online at www.klgunstore.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Channel 5's Chris Hager is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation at 952-925-5608. Chris Hager with us, ladies and gentlemen. I I watched your uh, newscast. I watch it every morning now. doesn't matter where I am in America. I watch your news every morning, which is very, very cool. Thank you. And I I actually did see the, the... television commercials for the Tom Bernard show. Have you seen one yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, they started today. They must it's, run on our digital platform then. So they came up when you were watching the live stream? Um, yeah, it was yeah. live though. It was yeah. live, so. Yeah, but you were watching it on a on a phone or uh, were you watching it on the TV? No, it was on my television. Oh, it was? Okay. It'll pop up on the television, yeah. We don't if, always get the same commercials in the studio that right. actually a lot of, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But I guess gotcha. it's going to be going to run on Channel 5 as well and all the rest of it. But Nice. But I'm very even keel on the spot. I want you to know that. Well, I would expect you're even keel in real life. You don't know anything. Thank you very much. Great to be here. So, what in the hell happened with that fire? Where is that in Pennsylvania? Where the house burned down and the guy was shooting co- at cops out of the I'm burning not house. Really, like, I'm not what? really sure. I, at, at last check, there are like six people who are unaccounted for. I, really? I don't really know. Two, two officers were, um, I believe two officers got shot, but they're, they they survived. Um, and I, I, I don't really know. that. That's a really, the, it's a really confusing scene to figure out what, what happened there. We had a great uh, guest on yesterday, Jesse the Shrink, a very, very funny guy, but he's also a real psych- psychiatrist, psychologist. Yeah. I want to have him on about once a month because I, I, when are we going to learn that Democrats are nice people, that Republicans are nice people, that people in the middle are nice people? It's the extremists on both sides that are making this country miserable. Why are we putting up with that? I don't Did get Jesse it. the shrink figure everybody out? Did he get it all straightened out? Well, we just kind of started the conversation, so we'll, we're hey. going to have him on once. Yeah, Great it's going to take a second session yeah. for sure. Yeah, probably. 
But seriously, it, how irresponsible are these two parties? The politicians are driving their followers to do this kind of thing. You people are disgusting because they only do it for money, and then the followers think they're doing the, you know, some good work. But when you get that extreme, it just, man, yeah, Democrats are great, Republicans great, people in the middle. You people on the far edges, you're nuts. Jesus, calm down. I mean, shootings every single day. Why, why is there so much anger in this country? Because of those people. That's why. Yeah, I, I, I continue to think there's sort of a decay of people's respect for humanity, too. Yep. I, I just I, I, I just feel like we've lost some of that. What were you going to say, Tevin? Oh, no, I was going to, yeah, agree with you. And then, um, but just say that there is little good hope. I saw that Ellison is announcing, like, the insulin cap on how much it's going to cost so it's like 35 dollars a month for people to get insulin and giving a bunch yeah. of free insulin. so there are some good stories yeah they about they humanity, um state of minnesota sued eli Lilly, i believe it was to try to oh. put a cap on the insulin because the we've got a diabetic our our oldest boy is a type 1 diabetic so i'm mm-hmm. i'm very i'm very keyed into this the insulin itself was it it was never supposed to be something that when they came up with it, that it was going to be something that was going to be expensive. It was more like here, we've got this, right. It can help people. Let's use it for the good of humanity and Mm -hmm. give it to people who need it. And, you know, the nature of things being the way they have a lot of these big pharmaceutical companies were capitalizing on it. And I think that's over the last couple of years, you've seen this move to get, to get them to be able to knock the prices way down on that so Mm -hmm. so everybody who needs access to insulin can get it what i do know and that's helpful because at the beginning of the year before our deductibles met you know um depending on what your insurance plan is we could go to pick up a couple vials of insulin and be paying six seven hundred bucks out of the pocket for jesus and and i mean not that hurts me not everybody can not everybody's got six seven hundred bucks laying around so that's where you've got people rationing their insulin and in some cases not taking it. And so, yeah, that, that just happened yesterday that um, you are seeing a lot of that kind of happening all around the country too, where the prices are starting to level off. And again, I I keep getting your messages about this and how much the insulin costs, all the rest of it. And the fact that you always close with, where am I supposed to get beer money? I agree with you more, you know, right? Listen, that that type one, <laughs> that type one diabetes thing is a oh man, it's tough. It's That's very uh, very tough. It's a bad deal, <clears throat> definitely oh, a bad deal. But he's doing well. You guys hear about hear about Jacob Fry? Uh, yes, no. kind of. Yes. It, can can that you was go into funny. can you go into detail about <laughs> that? Because I I want to yes. make sure that I <laughs> know exactly what's happening. He just called people that work from home losers. <laughs> Yes. I have the exact, I have the okay. exact quote. Thank you. So it was at a meeting of the, um, I think it was the downtown council yesterday had a big meeting. It was a big meeting and um, he, he, he was on the stage, clearly like an ad lib. He, <clears throat> excuse me, so say you what you right? will about, say what you will about Mayor Fry. He's usually pretty careful when it comes to saying things like this. His exact quote uh, when talking about downtown workers, when they stay home, sitting on their couch with their nasty cat blanket, diddling on their laptop, you become a loser. 
it's a study. We're not losers, are we? So <laughs> then he came back and said he was joking. Yeah, there are I'm a sure. lot of people working from there are a lot of people working from home, and which is why he's frustrated because he wants downtown Minneapolis mm-hmm. to be right thriving yep. again. But oh my god, I I I have a love hate with social media, but Twitter has been hilarious the last 24 hours ever since he said that. Like people tweeting pictures of their cat blankets. I mean, it's it's <laughs> freaking hilarious. Right. It's yeah, so it's funny. And diddling on yeah. your laptop. Yeah, what do you think they're diddling? That makes me Just think that not word a lot of people is, is a poor word to <laughs> right. use. That makes yes. me think nobody's working from home. Like they're yeah. doing something else. <laughs> do you guys know him? You ever met him? I have. Nope. No. Is he still rocking that uh, that mustache? No. Okay, thank well, you. Uh, no. Let's call him and get him on right now. Uh, good luck with that. Oh, he's the mayor of a city. That's not even a big deal. Who cares? He has not been – they're very careful in putting him in situations where they don't think it's going to be – I'm not going to um, attack him. I'm going to tell him I thought it was funny. Friendly territory. I thought I thought it was funny, too, and I, I, I definitely – it's even more funny when people take it out of context. I actually just got off the phone with his office. They say he's booked all day. He's got to go make fun of uh, some senior citizens. Uh, he, he's oh, well. He's actually working from home diddling on his yeah. laptop today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all you get the hell out. That's all I have to say. Very funny. I got, but I got to get a hold of him. I really do. Although I did reach out to because I've known uh, a couple of these people. Uh, neither one of them has gotten back to me, so I must, I must be a – a stain on the political environment because they used to come on the show all the time. They haven't even gotten back to me yet. But you think it's too dangerous to go on TV and radio shows? I now? think people are very concerned about having to answer, which is part of their job, by the way. But I feel like people are really concerned about having to answer questions that they may not be prepared to answer. And then their answer taken out of context and blown up into a bigger thing on social media because that does happen Yeah, where, where there might be some quote that somebody pulls, that has got nothing to do with anything mm-hmm. and it gets associated with the person. I mean, I also think it's BS cause I think we should always be able to have conversations yes. with public For officials sure. and they shouldn't have to be on guard like that. Like that's your job. But I, I, I do I see agree. it more and more where it's just, they're not going to do it unless it's friendly territory for them. But who's friendlier than I am? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think I've ever attacked a guest. You guys, you know, Tevin, you've been around a long time. Chris, you've heard the show. Have you ever heard me attack a guest on the show? No. The only time, or like what you'll do is if, because when we bring comedians in, usually you'd go, oh, can you stay for another segment? Can you stay for another segment? Can you stay for another segment? And if you didn't like them, well, look at the time. Thanks for Boy. coming in today. <laughs> Let's check my watch here. Well, Boy, look at the time. Better get going then. All right, Chris. Boy, look at the time, Chris. <laughs> yep. Well, I'll see you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Pally. Have a good day. Always a great pleasure. Channel 5's Chris Eggers brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. Love having Chris Eggert on the show. Every day you listen for at least 30 minutes on the Tom Bernard app or the Tom Bernard Show website. You can win a night in the suite at XL Energy Center to see the Minnesota Wild take on the Buffalo Sabres with Tevin and AJ. That'll be a week from Saturday on February 17th. Listen, register, and win all this week with the Tom Bernard Podcast. 
We'll take a break. Be right back with a very special guest coming up next. February is the month for love. When is the last time you gave your carpet the love and attention it really deserves? Have you gotten down on your hands and knees and adored how clean and refreshed it was? Or are you scared what you might see or smell maybe? Not only is your carpet one of the biggest investments in your home, but it's also the biggest air filter in your house. Lucky for you, Zero Res is going to spread the love to you and your home with their Love Your Rug Special. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at just 119 bucks, and a free hallway. Don't forget Dirt and Dander's favorite hiding place, your air ducts. This month takes 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean. Call Zero Res right now, 952-ZERO-RES, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, or go online at ZeroResMinnesota.com and say you want the Tom Bernard Show special. Protect your employees and customers by getting your business Zero Resified by the pros at Zero Res. Call today for your commercial cleaning estimate. Spell it forward or backward. It spells the same, Zero Res. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the Brad, Sean, Bryant. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. Getting attacked already. Mike Bilski, North American Banking Company, says you attack us sponsors all the time. <laughs> Do you think that's true? I mean, yeah, it keeps them in line, though. I suppose. Emma, what are you doing? Hey, how are you, Tom? I'm marvelous. Great to see you again. It's great to see you again. Thanks so much for having me on today. Why don't you have a few more uh, sets of golf clubs at the house? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking a few more. What do you? <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> well, by the no, way, I... it very quickly it was pointed out to me that they sent your name as both Emma Carpenter and Emma Chamberlain. Do you have, like... A dual personality? What the, What is that all about? 
No, no, no. Emma Chamberlain is a she's a famous uh, public figure now. She was famous on YouTube and now is doing some some big things in media. That's not me. That's not me. But <laughs> oh, you're much better than that. I, let's just forget about any Chamberlains. Go with the Carpenters, and everything is good. So, what have you been up to? Well, I am currently live from the Minnesota Golf Show right now. That's oh, yeah. why I got all these golf clubs behind me. I'm in the demo area. Uh, day one is tomorrow, going through Sunday. But so, to answer your question, yeah, I'm I'm busy. I'm gonna be at the golf show all weekend. Just got back yesterday. Uh, yesterday morning, you could say I got back around 2 a.m. Uh, with the team from a tournament in Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, got it. That's right. Play- I played golf in a number of places, done, but I've never, I've been to Puerto Rico, but I've never played golf there. Was it fun? Oh, it was so much fun. It was my first time there. So yeah, no, the sun was strong. I got sunburnt, but had a good week. Team had a good week. It was, it was really good. So when did you know, at what age did you know you were going to be a, first of all, you were interested in golfing. And then when did you know you'd be good at it? Oh gosh. Well, I, I didn't start playing till I was 12, which is actually later. It's Mm -hmm. young, but it's later Mm -hmm. than a lot of the girls I compete against started playing. Um, so, you know, story kind of goes, I was at the pool with my friends and I was a soccer player at the time and a singer. And my dad showed up and said, Emma, there's this drive chip and putt contest going on. And I was like, dad, go away. I'm at the pool with my friends. And he said, <laughs> like no, it. get your butt out of the pool. And so I got out of the pool. He said, I got your brother's old golf clubs. You're going to compete in this little contest I got going on. And I showed up. I've got soccer shorts on. My swimsuit soaking through my clothes. And <laughs> long story short, ended up winning the, the contest and the head pro came up to me and said, Hey, you, you ever done this before? I said, Nope. He said, you got some talent. You should really go for it. So my parents put me in a bunch of, bunch of uh, tournaments and the rest was history. Got recruited to play up here uh, around, you know, four years later. And uh, the rest is history, like I said, and now it's, it's a part of me and it always will be. You do something that my wife does too. When somebody's annoying you because somebody was making noise in the background, I heard it and you kept going, <laughs> you look out this corner of your eye like, stop over there and kick your ass. Stop making noise. You had the Catherine right? look. <laughs> it can't, the Catherine look. Can't they tell? Can't they tell? I'm on the Tom Bernard show. Yeah, what the hell are you doing over there? Let's go. Um, <laughs> they, they're getting set up for the show. That's okay. They're all right. Yeah, they are. There's no question. As long as they're not annoying you, I'm fine with it. Never, um, never. They're not annoying me okay. at all. So, um, I, I've known a lot of professional golfers in my life couple of them women, a lot of men, and all the rest of it. They tend to be very good. You know what's interesting about golfers? In order to be really good at golfing, you ever have to be very analytical and pay very close attention, or you have to be a moron. One of the two things. Because <laughs> I've known very smart people that are really good and really stupid people that are really good. Now, you're one of the smart ones. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> well, thanks for saying that. Yeah, sure. I was like, oh, where's this going? <laughs> That, of course, those words coming out of the mouth of a guy that I have not played golf now in about six years. I played a couple of holes, but I just took a bunch of time off because I knew my life was going to change. I could see it coming, so I took time off. But I'm going to start golfing again, but I went to the range. How do I, not everybody, how do I forget how to swing a golf club in just, you know, 72 months? Tom, I can forget how to swing a golf club in two days. So <laughs> I do. Okay, well, I feel better now. <laughs> I, it's, it is not easy. It's not an easy motion. If you don't do it regularly, 
it's it's definitely hard. I got a lot of respect for the people who remain to, to keep a low handicap, who manage to keep a low handicap when they don't do it a whole lot. For, luckily for me, I'm so fortunate. I'm so blessed. I get to go out and do it every single day, practice every single day, fly to right. places like Puerto Rico and play. So I hope my game's in tip-top shape, right? Yeah, what it better be. There's no question. But, I, you know, looking <laughs> oh, – I remember I, I first took up golf and I guess I was about 30 – I was about 37, 38, something like that. So it was very late in life for a golfer. But I'm trying to learn how to play the game and taking advice from people like Ben Hogan and you know people like that way back in the past. Hogan was a guy who said, all you have to do is make a good full turn and then hit the hell out of it with your left hand. And then I read another story, another very famous golfer that said, it's very easy. Make a good turn and hit the hell out of it with your right hand. And I'm like, great. I have no idea who I should follow here. Who am who I knows? supposed to listen to? Yeah, yeah. You'll get all kinds of different advice. I would say for me, whenever I, if I could just give one, if I could give one piece of advice, I was telling someone this earlier here at the golf show, the Minneapolis Convention Center, I was saying that if you can feel perfect impact position, if there's a perfect position that you're supposed to be in yeah, impact, it's yeah. going to hit the ball really well. It's like, they say that if you narrow it down to a box, right, you can take a look at all of, all of these professional golfers. They all swing the club differently, right? But yeah. when they get to the golf ball, it's very, very, very similar in what perfect impact position looks like. So you can do whatever you want, but how are you going to deliver the club to, to the ball and have your body in the right position to hit the ball really solid? So that's what you got to work on if you're ever kind of struggling. If I'm ever struggling hitting it bad, I just go back to feeling what I'm supposed to feel at impact. See, that's the whole deal. I should have paid attention to impact all this time, and I didn't even know it. Exactly. That's all it is. Now now you're ready You're ready to, to go have the game of your life this summer. You know what I really hate, though? Like, I hit a really good drive for me, like a pretty long drive. I don't know, maybe it's 260, 270, which is pretty good. That's really good, yeah. And I'm playing with Tim Heron or Rocco Mediate, and they hit it about 50 yards past me. But other than that... <laughs> <sighs> that's okay hey you know what <laughs> drive for show putt for dough tom get on uh, that putting green emma you're very smart there's no question <laughs> where did you grow up uh i am from uh, dekalb illinois oh that's right you told me that and then you ended up at the university of minnesota playing for the team that's right yeah i got recruited to play up here i committed to play up here uh when i was a little just after my sophomore year in high school did you think it was kind of odd that they even had golf in minnesota since it's always cold and snowy <laughs> No, and you know what? I'm disappointed and disappointed and offended that you said that, Tom, because I get that all the time. I bet I do too. They have that. They have that up there. Yeah, they do. They do. They They do. do. And Minnesotans love their golf. Minnesotans love their golf. I actually, I will say, like, I knew, you know, I knew that the U and everything was going to have all of the proper. resources to to get us to get us ready for the season and in season as well but i had no idea before moving up here that minnesota was just such a big golf community so many golf fans all of the courses up here it's insane the amount of great courses up here yeah that's very true i'm glad you brought that up because do you have a particular favorite i mean you know spring hill is awfully nice and there's so many great ones in Minneapolis and St. Paul, Rochester, oh St. Cloud, all over the state. Beautiful oh, yeah. golf courses. Oh, yeah. I See, I somehow have still not gotten the chance to play Spring Hill. I was talking about it earlier oh, this morning, haven't? actually. No, I I need to get out there. I just hear all the time about how, how special it is. My favorite place I've played 
up here is actually Olympic Hills in Eden Prairie. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's that place is awesome. Yeah, There's no really question good. about it. You could have a cocktail there too. I've been invited to play there, and you can have a cocktail at Olympic Hills. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> well, and they uh, they uh, just redid their whole clubhouse and like a lot of their facilities. So mm. out there on the patio, if you want to have a cocktail out there on their patio, is just <laughs> gorgeous. It's you could hang out there all day. Right. It's so nice. Great stuff. I mean, Golden Valley, the great. Uh, Golden Valley's uh, good. So many great golf golf courses, but Hazeltine, yeah. Interlochen, we could yeah. go. Yeah, we could yeah. go on and on. There's no doubt about it. But yeah, I, I'm surprised nobody's ever invited you out to Spring Hill. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> no, I'm just. I, I would have thought they would have wised up and said, "Hey, we got to get Emma out here." That's what that's supposed to mean. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I no, have. I, I have had some invitations, but it just hasn't worked out yet. Just hasn't happened. Oh, okay. You're yeah. gonna love it. You absolutely are gonna love it. So yeah, great, it'll it'll it will happen. It'll definitely happen. I'm, I look forward to the day. Okay, so your number one tip for people playing golf, you could you could take the club back. I mean, you do have to make a turn. You can't just take some people take it right across their body, and that's just never a good thing. Right, right. Well, and I mean, there's there are positions that you can try to get into that are good for repeatability. Because mm-hmm. um, at the end yes. of the day, it needs to be repeatable. It needs to, to be something that you can trust that you know what's going to produce. But also the turn is just going to be big. You're not going to be able to get in that perfect impact position if your hips aren't moving through. And also when it comes to turning and lag, that's where you get speed. You're never going to get a whole lot of speed if you're just swinging with your arms. Um, there's all yeah, kinds of things point. that go into it. Yeah, you gotta you got to really turn and work the ground. I got Bernie Lauer right in front of me now. He's working on his golf swing right now. He's worthless. <laughs> it's probably a rough sight. Yeah. So, Emma, I want to know, if I come down to the convention center, my golf game is atrocious. Can it's you fix true. it for me in 15 minutes if I come down to the event center today? I, I would be more than happy to help you. I promise you, you are not the only one who feels that way. Golf is a really, really hard sport. I'm, I'm more than happy to help you. There's definitely... Hopefully, you know, there's still a lot of people who know a lot more than me, but I have definitely learned a lot over over my years mm. in the game. There's there's so much to know. I swear it's like a saga of <laughs> endless knowledge about the sport. Because you're <laughs> that, in your last year at Minnesota, correct, for golf? I am, yep. I'm in my fifth year. Uh, I, my freshman year was COVID, so I got a, an extra year oh, of eligibility. Sure. And I so I graduated last May. And now I'm doing a one-year master's program. Thank you. Doing a one-year master's program, finishing up in May, playing my final year here. So any plans for busy. any plans for post career at Minnesota as far as golfing, like trying to make a run maybe at the LPGA tour? Um, I have decided I'm not going to chase pro golf. Uh, I just have have a lot of other things I'm passionate about as well as golf. Uh, the pro golf lifestyle is is a grind. I really mm. really respect everybody who does it. Uh, it's 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 a grind for sure. And um, it's very, very difficult, very competitive. And I do see myself continuing to work in the golf industry. I've got a golf podcast that I do. I work a lot in golf uh, through social media. Um, hopefully, you know, maybe some broadcasting sometime soon. So we'll see. What if that live tour gives you a call? I, I hear they're packing big in the bag. <laughs> yeah, there. what about it? Ah, uh, you know, I'd uh, have to hear what they had to say. You're not going to decline it. You're not going to send it to voicemail. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, I guess I'll have to hear what they have to say to me. I just, you know. Well, I yeah. can understand it. How much, do you have a little more time? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've got I've got class here in a little less than an hour, but I got a little more time. Yeah. Okay, can I just take a couple of minute break and come back and continue the conversation? Because I think people don't get to hear from someone with your level of talent and all the rest of it. You, you know, your weight transfer, your head position, your shoulders, or so many different things to think about. So if you don't mind, when we come back. Maybe you got a couple of tips along those lines. Sure. Yeah. No, that's very kind of you, and I'm very, very happy to do so for sure. Especially for Uncle Tommy, because I, like I said, I haven't played in six years, and I wasn't that good in the first place. So <laughs> we'll be back in a couple of minutes more with Emma Carpenter right after this. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine. Box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Have you enjoyed Minnesota's non-winter this year and want to enjoy the warmth whenever you want? Two Minnesotans can help you live that dream. Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty grew up in Litchfield, Minnesota, started out helping his friends find homes locally and in Florida, and now he can help you. If you've considered living in the warmth of Florida, now is the time to reach out to your new friend in Realty, Matt Carlson. It's a buyer's market now, and your Minnesotan friend Matt can help you with a new home here or in the Florida Keys. And if you need some guidance with financing, Kristen Eklund from Coast to Coast Mortgage can help. Kristen is Matt's preferred lender, can finance anywhere in Florida, and like Matt is one of us, as she hails from the Sartell, Alexandria area. So if you're looking at a new home in Minnesota or maybe that second home or retirement place in Florida, trust your new local friends, contact Matt and Kristen. Visit OneKeyWest.com. That's OneKeyWest.com or call Matt at 612-791-2345, 612-791-2345 and work with local professionals you can trust. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Emma Carpenter, our very special guest, and we're going to just break everything down now because the one thing about golf that's really annoying, like in you play baseball, you know, you got the swing or, you know, fielding and all the rest of it. Football, you either tackle, you run with the ball. What Golf, 
every part of your body has to be right or it's not going to work. That's not fair, God. That's all I'm saying. Right? Well, Tom, you're not going to, you're not going to, nobody's going to want to play if you say it like that. <laughs> well, but it's true. I mean, the problem, a big problem that I have personally, I mean, and I'm very, I, I try to not do it, but it, you know, I've been in radio and television and stuff my whole life. I always have to, I look up before I should. Before I even hit the ball, I'm looking up to where it's going. It's like, why do I do that? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm nosy. You know, that's that's very true. Um, it, that rings true in the golf swing, especially also in potting as well. Peaking yeah. a little bit yep. can just be so detrimental. It's yep. it's it's natural. It's because you want to know where the ball went. You're trying to look to see where it went before you even hit it. That definitely can happen. That's but, what I do. You know, people have done drills where they've had a you know a professional or a coach stand there and actually hold their head while they take a swing or while they make a putting stroke just to really focus on. It's something that I've worked on, especially in putting. Just keeping my head really still. You want to keep yep. your head really still. If I were to yep. take a video of your golf swing face on and draw a box around your head, you should be able to do that whole golf swing and that head shouldn't move up until, you know, See, you're, it's you're wonderful. finished. You want to save it. I'm giving it this one. Hey. Well, you're giving a big head swing like you're bumping to a song or something. Yeah, like I'm Stevie Wonder. Everybody say it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing that kind of deal. But, no, I think it's very important because a lot of people, in, while you pointed out, Minnesotans love to play golf. There are yeah. great golf courses here. I cannot wait to get back out on the course myself. Like I said, I took a six-year period uh, off, so it's going to take a while to even get mediocre again, I guess. But that's the number one thing. It's just body position. How much weight should I put on my right foot? I'm a you know right-handed hitter. When I take my the club back, how much weight goes back with me? When do I start the weight to go through? I mean, all of these things are very, very important, correct? Yeah, no, that's right. I, and if you want to get super technical, it does vary between clubs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something that uh, you can see, especially with the irons, you can notice a lot of pros. They kind of start with their weight on their front foot mainly. Yeah. Yep. But um, as you turn, you want to shift that weight to your back foot. The more the more club you have, the more you're going to want to turn, have that weight shift. But you never want to sway, okay? You never want your hips to be kind of like moving yeah. outside yep. the ball. You want them to turn. Like if I were to grab your belt loop and pull it directly behind you, you want those hips to turn and open. They shouldn't be swaying. And that's how you kind of want to load into that right leg. And a big drill that, you know, you can always work on is just focus on at impact, really driving into that front foot. I've actually done some drills where I hit some golf balls where after I hit, I take my my trail foot and I step over and like step through after I hit the golf ball, if that makes sense. So I oh, take yeah, my trail does. foot and mm -hmm. I hit the ball and then I walk and step over, over the other one. You can really focus on the pounding that down like if you're pounding a, a tee into the ground with that left foot right as you hit the ball that's what you want to feel left foot if you are a right-handed golfer so so your left foot most your weight has to be on your left foot just as you're hitting the ball that's right yep yeah you really want to drive forward you want to hit down and compress it you should be hitting the ball first and then the ground and then the the loft will just you know do all the work for you right i remember there was a guy back in the i started playing i suppose and it's or mid 80s something like that and uh, in the early 80s i was watching a, a i don't know if it was some kind of golf show or whatever just before a tournament and i wish i could remember the golfer he's a redheaded guy yeah. he's from i believe ireland or england and he actually 
because somebody asked him to, to show his swing. And he actually, whenever he hit the ball, he put his weight on his right foot so much that his left foot came off the ground. Yeah, that can happen. Mm-hmm. Really? It's yeah. Like, my God. Yeah, it can be kind of a uh, a lot of good golfers have actually had a move similar. I'm not saying I would necessarily recommend it, but you know, coming <laughs> exactly. coming up on that left toe, coming up on that left toe uh, when you're loading, and then. Oh, and then kind good. of pounding it down. You're, they definitely will pound that that left heel down right as they hit the golf ball. But, you know, something like that can be a little – You it needs to be the same every single time. You know, like I said, it needs to be repeatable. So that's why I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. But for a lot of golfers, it's worked really well. So rather than kind of rotating your left foot by keeping it on the ground in your turn is better than maybe lifting up your heel a little bit. Is that true? I would say it really depends. There yeah, have been some really successful golfers who have done it. All of that matters yeah. is really what you what you do at the golf ball. So if it if it helps you, if it's a good trigger for you that gets you into that right spot at the golf ball every single time, then great. But you know what I'm doing right now is making excuses for all the bad shots I've hit. I think, I, I, yeah, it's like, oh, well, if I was just up on that left toe, then I would have been fine. That would have been okay. Everything would have been one. I honestly, God, do love golf. I can't wait to get back at it. My wife is actually pretty good. Well, she's like, you know, 5'11 and weighs about four pounds, so you know, it's not fair at all. <laughs> Very tall, thin woman, but yeah, we go out and we just have a ball because she doesn't get too serious about it. That's awesome. But, I, you know, there. what I like, Emma, this morning is when we're talking about this, you said, well, some people, some people do that, others don't. Some people do this, others do not. I like mm-hmm. the fact that there are many, many ways you can hit the ball perfectly you just got to find the right one for you. That's right. There is. And at the end of the day, there are also going to be moves that probably no one should ever do because it can notoriously <laughs> result in a, a bad uh, move towards the ball, bad strike. You know, there, there's if you go on to a professional or to a teaching professional, who can help you with the golf swing, who can actually take a look at what's going on with you specifically. Yeah. They can tell you exactly why it's your miss is the miss that it is. Sometimes people text me and they'll say, Hey, I'm at the range with my buddy and he's hitting a big slice. What should he do? And I said, well, aim, aim to the right with his feet. If he's a right-handed <laughs> golfer, swing along the line of his feet. It's going to feel like he's aiming right and swinging, right? Cause he's probably overcompensating, which is making yeah. it worse. So yep. aim to the right swing the club out to the right and then feel like the club face show shuts after that that's going to get a right to left spin on the ball rather than a left to right banana peel slice on the golf ball see that's great that's great so just stuff like that and it's like already see an improvement (laughs) one other problem and this is a problem that nobody's been able to fix and i think it's my biggest problem and it's god's fault i will just say that right definitely i have a 30 inch inseam and I have 37-inch arms. So I'm built like a monkey. How am I supposed to hit a golf ball? What, I got to use children's clubs? <laughs> because my hands almost touch my knees, for God's sake. It's like, this is not fair. Yeah. I mean, it's actually, you know, it's good to have long limbs. It's good to have long arms. You can actually use that to your advantage. You get so much extra kind of, like, uh, your, your lines are longer, so you have more. You can come in at the golf ball with more mm-hmm. leverage, if that makes sense. Being tall, having long limbs is really great. I I have really long arms as well, so I uh, I can 
I can use that to my advantage and hit the golf ball just a little bit further because I kind of got like a wider range of how I'm swinging the club, if that makes sense. But you don't have short legs, do you? Uh, not long legs. Not long legs. Oh, so I, yeah, I guess we're kind of, because I honestly got to have very big legs anyway, because I used to be a power lifter back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I have very big legs, but they're short. I've got to figure this thing out. That's all I have to say. It's been wonderful having you. Emma, you got to come back more often. Thank you so much. Tom, I would absolutely love to. And, hey, listen, there are a whole lot more tips that can that can be heard this weekend at the Minneapolis Convention Center at the right. Minnesota Golf Show. That's right. There's going to be some PGA professionals here who are technically a lot more qualified to be given tips than I am. <laughs> well, I'll, I, I actually told this story two weeks ago, but I think you'll like it. Do you follow baseball at all? I do, yeah. Okay, Larry Walker from Canada, very good friend mm-hmm. of mine. I haven't seen Larry in a couple of years now, but we used to play a lot of golf together, and I thought it was because of Spring Hill. Ah. Larry and I were playing out Spring Hill with a couple of friends. Fitz was out there. We were having a great time. He gets up on the tee on, I think, I don't remember what hole it was. But it was weird because Larry Walker's a damn good athlete. He hits a big slice into the lake. I went, so I'm ridiculing the hell out of him. No. <laughs> I'm stepping up there. You're kicking him while he's down. I'm kicking him while he's down. And mine went even further right than his did. That's so karma, you, Tom. I want you to know that God hates me because of golf. <laughs> so I just have to deal with it, right? That's okay. You know, things happen out there. It's it's a tough game. It's kind of the way that it goes. But uh, before I go, Tom, I just want to say real quick, this, this Minnesota golf show is going to be really special. So and for any Wonderful. golf fans listening, even if you're just getting into golf, be sure to stop by the Minneapolis Convention Center this weekend. Like I said, there's... There's this demo area. There's a chance at a $100,000 prize if you can sink out this putt. We got a 19th hole golf lounge as well where you can watch the waste management. That one's sponsored by Doogie McShanks. You can kick back, have a drink, hang out. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, 10 to 6. Saturday, 9 to 6. Sunday, 9 to 3. So we're going to be really cool out here. Every spring, summer, and fall month, you should be on once a month with the Emma Carpenter tip of the month. Tip of the month. On this show. What do you think? Uh, Sure, I'm in. I'm telling you what, if I'm just given one tip a month, I could probably be on for the rest of my life. There's so (laughs) many tips in golf. (laughs) You know what my number one tip is for golfers? What's that? When you go out on that golf course on the very first tee, start drinking because then you don't care if you're good or not. That's 100% (laughs) correct. That's 100% correct. All your game gets worse instead yeah. of better. It's this aiming. Is the problem. It's aiming fuel. Yeah, aiming fuel. <laughs> aiming, yeah, yeah aiming fuel. That's exactly what it is. Emma, you're a terrific guest. It's great to see you again. Uh, and do please do come pop on about once every month or a couple of times a month or whatever. Because what you just said, um, I think it helped a lot of people just by hey, do this and you know give it a whirl and see if it works for you, right? Hey, I'm really glad. Hopefully, it wasn't too technical. No. I'm trying my best to explain oh, no. it using just my words. A lot of times when I'm with people, I start actually doing the motions. Mm-hmm. There's no <laughs> one no better than you. All right, get to work, <laughs> sister. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tom. I appreciate it. I'd, lo- I'd love to be back. It's always a blast being on the show. All right, well, Tevin will be reaching out and tell you, get in here, let's go. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Emma. Have a good day. Emma Carpenter, ladies and gentlemen, had the uh, pleasure of meeting her several months ago. Well, actually, about almost a year ago now, I believe. She's uh, so she's disconnected now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you can say it, any nice thing you want. Or I was saying okay. negative things. <laughs> yeah. This is this is not a negative thing. 
I just find it unfair that she's a phenomenal golfer and very pretty. It's not fair, is what I'm saying. <laughs> My wife's the same thing. She's a hell of a she's a great athlete, very beautiful. It's not fair. Guys get the short end of the stick. Because you're not going to have a guy come on the show and give golf tips. I'm going to go, well, he's handsome. Right? I mean, he, he'd have to be on the right show. You never know. It's 2024. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he'd have to be that's on the right true. show. No, Emma's such a sweetheart. Like I said, I met her, I think, about 10 months ago, something like that, at the in the Hubbard building. And she's always been just very, very nice. Um, then one of these days when she's on, I'm going to bring up that guy uh, from DeKalb, Illinois, that killed about 50 people. What was that guy's name again? The uh, Illinois murderer. Oh, God. I, I can see his face, I but I can't remember his name. I guarantee you, though, somebody will send the information over. Yeah, he was. He played a clown. Remember? He, oh, he was always uh, a clown at kids' shows, John and then Wayne he ended Gacy. up murdering yeah, kids. The Gacy guy? Was he from? Yeah, John Wayne Gacy. That's exactly who it is. And by the way, uh, John Wayne's family did not like the fact that he was referred to as John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> they oh, did not like that at all. <laughs> I can John imagine. Wayne. <laughs> he wasn't even alive anymore, yeah. but stop using the name John Wayne, damn it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, every day that you listen for at least 30 minutes on the Tom Bernard app or the Tom Bernard Show website, you can win a night in the suite at XL Energy Center to see the Minnesota Wild take on the Buffalo Sabres with Tevin and AJ on Saturday, a week from this Saturday, February 17th. Listen, register, and win all this week with the Tom Bernard Podcast. By the way, February 17th is my friend Tommy O'Brien's birthday, so... You know, raise a glass to Tom, Tommy O'Brien on February 17th. Will do. Right? Mm-hmm. Will do. Listen, register, and win all this week. The Tom Bernard Podcast. We'll take a break. Be right back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this. February is the month for love. When is the last time you gave your carpet the love and attention it really deserves? Have you gotten down on your hands and knees and adored how clean and refreshed it was? Or are you scared what you might see or smell maybe not only is your carpet one of the biggest investments in your home but it's also the biggest air filter in your house lucky for you zero res is going to spread the love to you and your home with their love your rug special get three rooms zero resified starting at just 119 bucks and a free hallway don't forget dirt and dander's favorite hiding place your air ducts this month takes 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean Call Zero Res right now, 952-ZERO-RES, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, or go online at ZeroResMinnesota.com and say you want the Tom Bernard Show special. Protect your employees and customers by getting your business Zero Resified by the pros at Zero Res. Call today for your commercial cleaning estimate. Spell it forward or backward. It spells the same, Zero Res. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. If you'd like to find out more about growing your business with The Tom Bernard Show, go to TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. 
You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. You are indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt now joins us. So, uh, do you golf at all, Kristen? I do not. You don't. I'm not a golfer. Emma was just on. She could take lessons. She was wonderful. Fantastic. I'm more of a tennis player. Well, I could see that. That would make sense. Yeah, not a great one, but I enjoy the sport. And I, it would be one of those things. I, I need to get back into, like, group lessons and just – I did some over the summer, and I haven't done it in, during the fall, but it was fun. Oh, yeah, I can imagine that's probably true. No question about it. So how's your day so far? Because what is it, about 4 in the morning there? <laughs> it's 7.20. 7.20. 7.20. What time, what time do you what? usually get up if you if you? I get up at Five forty-one every oh, morning. Oh, you do really? I know that's a very specific yeah, time, why, but why five forty-one? Like you just set the alarm for that on accident. You're like, ah, I'm just gonna I, roll with it. I want to change it. I do. I literally have an alarm that says five forty-one. Although I got up at five oh one this morning, so you can see five oh one this morning because I needed to do my hair a little bit. So yeah, it's I so could. weird. I have to tape later on. Catherine and I were just <laughs> talking about that because for thirty-seven years I got up every morning at three thirty. And it literally took about six to seven months to get out of that. I would wake up every day at 3.30, no matter what time I went to bed. And it took about six, seven months. And then finally, I, I finally can stay. I cannot stay in bed any longer than about 7 o'clock, though, even on the weekends. 7 is about as late as I can go. That's my sleeping in, too. And, you yeah. know, I work before I come here each morning. So I have to send yeah. in my pitches. The team I work with is in New York anyway. And I always look up topics for you guys, see if we've missed anything. Um, and then I start writing my article and then I stop my article and jump in and join you guys and then go back to it after my segment's over. Makes total sense. Kristen Bird Entertainment News brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. I should point out that I said earlier that uh, people just love to poke fun at me on social media if I get pissed off or something or whatever. And, I said, well, one thing you will notice, anybody can come on the show because I don't harass them. I got a text message from Mike Bilski, the owner of North American Banking Company, saying, you rip the hell out of your clients every day. What are you talking about? It's all lies. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Bilski. Leave me alone, you pill. What do you think of that? So, um, a lot of good, seriously, I, I, we talked yesterday about the fact you had me watch the We Are the World show, which was just magnificent. There are so many good shows on right now. There are shows from 10 years ago I've never even heard of that we're watching now, and they're really good. What yeah, happened to promoting shows? Well, there's just, they are promoting them. You're just yeah. not able to capture all of it. You yeah, have to yeah. sit there and read every article, read every interview, see every press junket. And I will tell you, even as an entertainment reporter, that isn't even humanly possible. Yeah. And that's why people get segmented now. Like, you're the reality show reporter, and you're the one covering streaming, and you're the one covering broadcast, because it's gotten to a point extremely difficult to cover everything that has happened um it's going to get a lot easier because less content's going to be coming out of hollywood probably in the next decade but it doesn't matter there's still unless they whittle down to four networks again there's still so many networks out there i mean tubi roku they're all doing original programming right. freebie i mean you're hearing more of of the mainstream stuff that's coming off of netflix Right now, we're seeing a lot of the return of the broadcast shows after the strike, mm-hmm. but but it's hard to keep track of. No, it is. There's no question about that. I just uh, 
We are, I got to believe this is one of the best times to watch uh, streaming. I just watch television, I guess is the best way to put it. M maybe in my lifetime, first of all, it started out there were a couple of networks, then there were four or five networks, and now there are about 7,500 networks. Yeah. Well, the good thing is there's a library. So it's literally yeah. like going yep. to your local library and getting out a book. You actually have your library right there in front of you. Yes, you do have to pay to access it most of the time, but... You don't have to worry about recording. I mean, back in the day, it was recording on your VCR. Then right. it was like your DVR. You don't need to have a DVR anymore because no. everything is right there in front of you. That is so interesting. All that stuff that you you had to buy, but now you don't need any longer. At a, like we were talking about, what Tevin, I think you came up with an idea, but who still has a landline in their, uh, in their houses or at work or whatever? But I guess some people ha still have to have them for some reason. I... What are we, it, we were talking about that yesterday, weren't we? Oh, yeah. We we're just talking about kind of how, like, nobody has landlines anymore, really, unless you're a business where you have, you know, yeah, like yep. a restaurant, for example, you need to be able to take calls and stuff like that. But, yeah, nobody has a landline for the most part. No, it's recommended in California in case of an earthquake, but I don't know anyone who has a landline. Yeah, God, it's We're all just going to be time. without communication for five days or so <laughs> if there is a Ka big earthquake. Catherine did something very, very sweet one time. We we were we built a house in Golden Valley, Minnesota, and blah, 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 blah. We get there, and that's, this is back when they still did have landlines. That was many 25 years ago or whatever it was. I don't even know how long. It was a long time ago. But we get there, and the landline, she goes, have you used the phone yet? And I said, uh, yeah. Have you answered the phone yet? And I said, yeah, why? She said, she went and got the phone number that I had when I was a little boy in North Minneapolis. When our family, She got the exact same number for that house uh, that we had when I was a little boy in North Minneapolis. How sweet is that? That's cute. Isn't that really, what a nice person, usually. <laughs> Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> Most of the time. It's all Poor true. KB1. I have been talking to listeners after hopping on Facebook. And by the way, it's been a very positive experience. I, I can't mean, find you on Facebook. Where are, Have you blocked me? <laughs> oh, well, I'll make uh -oh. sure. Once you send me a message and I'll... And I'll, I'll I can't it. find you. I think you. she's figured I it out. Yep. You just figured it out? Yeah, she figured it out. She, right. she didn't know that you blocked her, and now she's now she knows. Sure Damn it! The me. secret's out. I can't find him whatsoever. I'm like, there's 18,000 Tom Bernards, but not you. <laughs> What is it? It's under Thomas Bernard. And there's a reason for that. You know why it's under Thomas Bernard? Why? Because if you send me a message and say, hey, Tom, how you doing? I will answer your message. If you send a message that says, hey, Thomas, I know you don't know me, therefore I'm not even going to answer. I mean, I answer things for people I don't know, but if you've got an agenda, mm -hmm. hello, Thomas, how are you today? It's like, oh, that person, don't. that's not somebody I want to talk to. What don't is your profile photo so I know what to look for? Do I have one? I don't know. Do you guys know? Or are you just an egg? No, no. I have no idea. <laughs> Where do you even find? Oh, thanks for jumping on my site. So nobody else kills. is following him either, right? <laughs> Did I, I just been able to find everybody? <laughs> You're both disgusting. That's all I have to say. I no support everybody. at all. <laughs> I don't know what the profile picture is. I'll have to figure that out. Uh, it looks like well, it's, it's you a and of Catherine. Yeah, it's you and Catherine. There you go. Okay. That's the one. At least yeah, I know what to look right. for, but I still think I'm blocked. <laughs> no, you're not blocked. Just send me a friend request and I'll get No, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that either because I have literally thousands of them. I, I'm going to go through each one. I promised people that I would go through each one. 
but there are thousands of them, so it's going to take a while. I'm a page, so I'm not a person. Oh, you are? Oh, you're famous. Yeah. I just want to be able to follow. Since you've been on, I've gotten about 15 friend requests popped up. I mean, it's... I have He's getting hooked. You guys noticing this? Like, I am not the, getting the hooked. The weird social yep. media addiction. You're talking about your followers. And mm -hmm. I haven't done it in so long. He's an influencer now. You are an influencer. Where's oh my, my gosh. check? I can't then? wait for him to do outfit of the day. <laughs> yep. Get ready with me. <laughs> get ready with me while he does his makeup. Or he'll be like, get ready oh, you with know me. What? And he puts on his baseball cap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of kind of going to happen because I've decided. You know, because I used to weigh about 310 when I was a weightlifter, 310, 315, and all that stuff. And then I got heavy after I stopped, you know, lifting weights. And I, I'm not, I, right now I'm about, I suppose, about 255, something like that, which is pretty low. But I want to get down to, like, 220, which is, I think I weighed 220 when I was, like, 18 years old. I just have a big frame and all that stuff. So I'm going to spend a lot of time on social media talking to people about that. And we're actually going to film video of me working out or eating the right stuff <laughs> i mean it's well, happening you guys i did not a sponsor wanted was, me to do it i can't believe this that he is gonna be oh my gosh a day in the life of tom bernard right, come to a I twins game with me i'm doing it to try to help people here if a guy is 72 years old can get in good shape then anybody can get in good shape right Right. Here's how I get proteined during breakfast. Mm -hmm. and you're be like, Shut up. You could do like yeah, like an unbagging your groceries reveal type no, of thing. No, that's not yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, this <laughs> is my Trader Joe's haul. Yep. Today, Here's I got. I do like Trader Joe's. Here's how I meal Here's prep for my week. You have your little containers. The, yeah. the second I see I Tom dancing to like a. Tom Bernard influencer era. I can't. I'm, I'm gonna... dying. I'm doing it with weightlifters, not by myself. I'm, you know, sitting uh, down with consultants. I don't care how you try to twist and spin it. <laughs> the what? second I see Tom do like a TikTok dance, I'm deleting the app. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing any TikTok dance. Leave me alone, all of you. Get away from me. That's all I have to say. No, I just thought it would be helpful to people because apparently. It totally will be, mm -hmm. but this is totally your influencer era, and you need to just embrace it. Yeah. My influencer era. Oh, you mean I should make money off it? Is that what you're saying? Well, you have the advertisers, so mm -hmm. you're making money. Oh, that's money. true. Yeah, yeah, I suppose yeah. that is true. But this is, uh, you're influencing people to get in shape, maybe to eat right, to that's get up and move. That's all I'm doing. That's, it wasn't even my idea to do that. It was something else. But you else. are totally Gen Z in this moment. And so when we start seeing, like, a day in the life of Tom Bernard, I get up in the morning and I kick my wife out of bed, too. And then I go to the kitchen mm -hmm. and I make my protein smoothie. I can't wait to see these. I am here for them, Tom. First of all, Catherine and I have not slept together other than once in a while for years because every day when I got up at 3.30, she'd go, would you go sleep somewhere else so I don't, you wake me up. We have not slept together literally in like 30 years. Other You're than sleep divorce. Occasion. You have sleep divorce. Yeah, sleep divorce. That's exactly right. Yeah. Do you have to go through that with your husband because you get up so yeah. early? He yeah. stays up really late, and I wake up really early. Yeah, so. there you go. So. I'm a big fan of sleep divorce. <laughs> sleep divorce. <laughs> it's not as bad as it sounds, right? It's not bad, yeah. honestly. It's just one of those situations where, mm -hmm. it, it, especially when people have two different either schedules or two different sleep mm -hmm. styles, maybe somebody snores, it's better for your health to have sleep divorce. I think it's absolutely true. Sleeping by yourself is better for you. Because I think back in the day when I did used to have a few cocktails or beers or whatever, I would snore really loud because mm -hmm. I was also tired. And then you add alcohol on top of that. I guess my snoring was like, 
I guess it was just terrible. It's a lawnmower. So, yeah, it sounded like a lawnmower, exactly. So, you know. But, no, I, I people have asked me. Hey, people have asked me to do things like uh, eat a Pop-Tart. That's what inspired this whole thing. Mm-hmm. They asked me to eat a pop because I'd never had a Pop-Tart in my life. So Andy said, people want to, me to film you eating a Pop-Tart. Well, they the want to see got, what you're doing behind the scenes. It's fun to see what you do after the show or how you get ready for the right. show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how you prep for the show. All that stuff is, is fascinating. Yeah. And to it's something where once the grandkids are, you know, older and starting families of their own and it kind of is like a legacy type of thing where we can scroll through Bop Bop's old page and see the fun things yeah. we used to do with them. Mm-hmm. I suppose. But yeah, I mean, more than anything, I ate that Pop-Tart and thousands of people just loved it. The fact that I had never. And then, of course, they said, now you should try. What's the toaster uh, strudels? Toaster Toaster strudels, exactly. Toaster strudels, which I haven't done that yet. But no, I just and it's not about being an influencer or making money or any that kind of stuff. I just think it's kind of nice for people to know that a seventy-two-year-old guy can go after it and try to lose, you know, thirty-five, forty pounds. Uh, It was suggested to me by some family members and some people at the gym. Well, why don't you shoot video of it because that would really help other people. Mm -hmm. So mm-hmm. that's it cool. definitely does. Yeah. And what you eat in a day also will yep. help people. <laughs> a grocery haul yep. also will help people. I'm just throwing out some ideas. Your protein right. smoothie. What's in it, we'll Tom? We'll get it done. We'll get it all done. There's no question. All right, sister. You got any closing arguments? <laughs> um, I do have a show that I think you should watch, and I'll just, like, throw it Ooh. out there. and ha- I know. Because um, tomorrow, I really I think we should talk Sorry. Super Bowl halftime show tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yep. Um, but... Uh, Amazon Prime, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, don't think about Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Go into an open mind. Okay. The show's fantastic. Is that Donald Glover? Oh, yeah. Donald Glover. I can't Glover, get over the Meyer casting Osteen. of it. It feels like it doesn't work, but you're saying it's good. I should give it a shot? It, give it a shot. Let okay. me know what you think. What's it called? Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mr. That and was Mrs. Smith. the movie that right. hooked. Yes. Yeah. Brad Pitt yeah. had the affair with Angelina and started the whole Brangelina Jennifer Aniston love triangle that went on for a decade. Until he started beating up on his kids on the airplane. Yeah. You read those court <laughs> documents. Yes. No, I mean, you read those court documents. You will never it's, look at Brad Pitt the same way. I, I can't stand I can't. that man. I can't stand him. I, I sit there and I go, pain. why does he get such a pass in Hollywood? Other people yeah. don't. Other people do yep. much, much, have much less offenses. And he's just sailing through. Well, you're right. All right. We'll learn something tomorrow. And then I'll be a multi-millionaire influencer just because I ate a peanut butter sandwich. You know what? Maybe you should do uh, like Tom Bernard reacts to the halftime Super Bowl show because it is Usher. And I'm going to tease this for tomorrow. I think you're going to like what he's going to do. Really? Do you have the set list? Wait. Do you do you whoa, know the whoa, set whoa, list? Whoa, 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 do you know whoa, the whoa. set list? Because I might actually have to talk to you about some stuff off air. I don't know the set list, oh. but I know the tease of what he's doing. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. But you have to wait until a... tomorrow. That means everyone has yep. to come back on Friday. <laughs> yes. It's going to be a big, big day tomorrow. No question about it. All right, sister. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Bird Entertainment News brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. That is going to do it for today. It's going to be an interesting family show today because it's a Thursday. That means it's Andy, Mike Gelfand, Tevin, you'll be there, mm-hmm. I'll be here. and me. And we have a special guest going to be in studio in this studio. She wrote a book.
and I, I can't remember the exact name of the book, but it has something to do with what women should do with their hoo-hahs. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the name of the book is something like that. So it's going to be an interesting show, I'm telling you. I don't know if I've ever been more excited to tune into a family episode. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear about the hoo-ha? I, I, just, I just want the, I want to hear the dynamic of the show. Yeah, well, tell, you can stick around and be on the show if you want to. I, that's fine oh, with I, me. I have some other duties I have to attain to, unfortunately. Well, watch it and let me know tomorrow what you think. Oh, I'll tune it in on my drive over for sure. But I'm going to turn most of it over to Gelfans, so she just annoys the piss out of Gelfans. It's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> I'm going to love it. All right, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you.